This is Shane, your host of Mountain Crypto. Today's show, we're going to review the year 2019 and some of the major crypto happenings. And also, we're going to talk about something that is kind of interesting. If you're familiar with Circle and Coinbase, um, there's some layoffs. And we'll talk a little bit about the history and how those two companies relate to each other. And we'll also talk about the Ledger Nano and an opportunity to earn some interest with your Ledger Nano. So first, uh, disclaimer, not financial advice, just my opinions and observations. And uh, thank you for listening to the commercial at the beginning and helping to just support our efforts to get this information out there to you and our website at mountaincrypto.net. With that, let's get right into it. Um, I think we'll start with the Ledger. The Ledger Nano um, is reported um, to be giving staking rewards. Um, this is going to be based on Tezos and uh, you just hold it there and that will help them run a proof-of-stake um, blockchain network and then they are also looking at adding other possible proof-of-stake coins to kind of compete with the other exchanges like Binance and Coinbase that have added these staking services to their exchanges. So Ledger is wanting to expand their features and um, be able to do that. We also have a link on our website to Ledger Nano. You can uh, usually get a discount with that. So if you want to check that out, just go to the website. Now, before we go into the circle, um, the information on circle and the layoffs and talk about how they um, interact with Coinbase and stuff like that, let's just kind of review the year 2019. Um, there's an article in Yahoo Finance actually says uh, 2019 the year Washington, Silicon Valley, and Beijing face off over crypto. It was written by uh, Nikolai Etchson, Gallen Moore, and Christine Kim on December 10th. So just to talk about the article here, um, these, these folks here just kind of are highlighting some of the main articles that uh, and some of the main happenings that have happened over the year you know some of the things that we look back at and we see that ethereum is uh doing its uh, hard fork the constantinople which uh, started back at the end of february you've got binance it got hacked uh, in may and then uh, bit the bitmex flash crash happened also in the middle of may and then um, we had the libra coin that was unveiled right about the middle of june and then the U.S. Fed Powell discussion on Bitcoin happened in July. And then we had the BACT um, debuting their um, Bitcoin features, futures rather, uh, about the end of September. Nothing really happened substantial until uh, November. So it's been kind of exciting since then. Then we have uh, September 10th, the Block 1 settles the SCE charges. And then on October 11th, we had SCE halts Telegram token offering. So you have the U.S. government kind of attacking and then um, one main thing, uh, China embraces blockchain on uh, October the 25th. We know that <laughs> we've talked about that a lot and how they keep kind of go back and forth to what they're doing, um, what they're allowing the public to do and what they're allowing businesses to do seems to be a big difference. And then ERC-20 transactions actually sur uh, sur surpass ERC. So we'll talk about these things real briefly. The hard fork for Constantinople, you know, there's been um, a lot of failed attempts, but finally Ethereum, which is the second largest blockchain in the world, 
Um, the market capitalization has um, executed its sixth system-wide upgrade called the Hard Fork, dubbed Constantinople. And there's been a couple upgrades, and one was to patch a very critical vulnerability that was discovered um, a few hours before the scheduled activation, which I think uh, could have, you know, enabled a hack of some sort, but uh, they were able to prevent that. Another big news that we had was the $40 million in Binance um, was hacked, and they were able to uh, pay everybody back, which was great. And, um, you know, Bitcoin prices actually dropped about $300, and that could have been very well a reaction just due to, to that. And then BitMEX had a flash crash. So what happened was um, all of a sudden they had this large sell order for Bitcoin on their exchange, and it caused Bitcoin uh, prices to drop over 15%. Bitcoin went from 7700 to 6600 in just 15 minutes. So, uh, yeah, people, uh, people got pretty, pretty upset about that. And then, of course, we had the Libra um, announcement that that was coming out in June, and we've all been hearing, you know, probably plenty about that. We remember the Federal Reserve um, and U.S. Fed Powell discussing Bitcoin and uh, figureheads talking about Bitcoin, and, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag of feelings that they have toward toward this um then we had backed that debit um you know was unrolled in september 23rd which was pretty cool and offering a physically settled bitcoin futures for the first time in the u.s to institutional um bankers so this is really really going to help uh the market is this type of of trading and things like that um also, the SCE halted the Telegram token offering. I don't know if we talked about that. That was on October 11th. I don't know if you're familiar with Telegram, but it's really um, a pretty neat website if you're in the crypto, the crypto world and you want to keep up with uh, the latest uh, goings-ons of your favorite cryptocurrency, talk to actual movers and shakers that are out there. It's a great way to get hooked up. Um, of course, China, you know, always drama in China. And then the ERC-20 transaction surpassed ETH. So it says, in November, the number of Ethereum-based token transactions exceeded the number of other native transactions on the Ethereum blockchain. First identified by blockchain data startup CoinMetrics, the transaction is a flipping. So it's uh, kind of interesting. It just shows that Ethereum block is blockchain is being used quite a bit for its intended design to be a platform for other coins and things like that. So instead of uh, it just supporting the coin, it's actually supporting a lot of goings-ons, a lot of DeFi projects, and uh, a lot of other projects. So really good news. Now for the last news, which I kind of think is pretty interesting. If you're not familiar with Circle, Circle was one of the earliest crypto adapters in the fintech space. They have laid off about uh, 10% of their employees. Now, if you don't know who they are, um, they have teamed up with um, Coinbase, and they've coined up. They've uh, teamed up with with uh, Coinbase to create a stablecoin, and the stablecoin is is USDC. That's the one that uh, is on Coinbase. I use it quite a bit myself, and um, 
Another thing interesting about Circle is they used to own Poloniex, which was another crypto exchange, and um, they acquired it, you know, in 2018, and here they are getting rid of it. In 2000, uh, I think it just sold, and they sold it for $400 million, okay? And then um, Justin Sun is actually one of the investors. He is the founder of the cryptocurrency platform Tron. And uh, he he invested with a group uh, a group joint uh, investment team, so kind of interesting. Now, one of the things th that also is about Circle it was formed in 2014 for peer-to-peer -peer payment company. It was the first one to receive a bit license from the New York Department of Financial Services in 2014. And what this did is it allowed the company to provide these crypto services within New York State. So that was kind of a big deal because, you know, it's been really hard to get um, the regulatory to say yes or no or, or what rules they want people to follow. Now, um, I don't know that this, this investment doesn't really have any effect on the coin itself. It's a, a stable coin and uh, I don't see any fears about using that or anything like that, but it's something to keep an eye on. And if you didn't understand that the coin that is on Coinbase, the USDC, was a joint effort between Circle and Coinbase, well, now you know. And um, another interesting thing is uh, Coinbase is now paying interest on that coin, on the USDC. They pay 1.25% if you hold it in your account. So that's kind of cool. The reason they did that was because a lot of people would use the USDC coin to trade and then um, you know they might want to take some of their profits or get some cash or whatever and then they put the cash somewhere else and earn interest like in the bank so this is kind of Coinbase's way of trying to um, prevent people from cashing out and taking the money off with the incentive that they can earn some interest and um, I think it's working. I think uh, I think it's a good idea. The way they're coming up with the money for that is um, they're taking it from their profits. They're very profitable, and um, so that's how they explain where the money is coming from to be able to do that. And that's Coinbase that's funding that. So pretty cool. So guys, um, I'm going to be traveling for a couple days. I don't know if I'll be able to get anything out there. So if I don't hear from you again until next week, um, I'm your host Shane. Over and out.